Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. You're listening to continuing coverage of the trial of Adam Montgomery for the murder of his daughter Harmony Montgomery from the Hidden Killers podcast and True Crime Today. Courtroom coverage continues now. before lunch? No, I don't so I'll do it at lunch. Okay. Uh, did you want to hold on to this? Oh, it's hard copy. Okay. Yeah, no, it's the one that I, you know, I just want you to But you haven't it. marked it yet. No. I want you to review it first. Hold on to it until lunch. Attorney Guy, I will lose everything. Just approach it, please. Sorry, you are. If you would just speak to her about that for Yes, ma'am. Uh, with regards to today, it's expected. Clear the courtroom for a moment. I'm going to ask everyone uh, to go out so I can make an inquiry. Uh, I will ask for the cameras to be turned off. Cameras to be turned off. For the court monitor, we're going to place this under seal. I want no audio or video on right now. Go out. I'm just going to point the camera at the seat. Done? No audio at all. Okay. <laughs> Your Honor, just to clarify, is it okay for the defense team to remain present? Defense team can remain present. This is going to be under seal. And important for us to take up some additional matters. We're now ready to resume testimony. Uh, Attorney Agati, whenever you are ready. Thank you, Your Honor. Ms. Charles, <coughs> would you please stand and please raise your right hand. Do you solemnly swear the testimony you will give this jury will be the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? So help you God. Yes. Thank you. Please feel free to have a seat. As we are being recorded here today, would you please state your full name and spell your first and your last name for the record? Nicole Marie Giles, N-I-C-O-L-E-G-I-L-E-S. And Ms. Giles, how far did you go in school? 11th grade. 11th grade. Um, I know that you've got some difficulties with regards to being here today. I just want to thank you on behalf of everyone here in the courthouse for being able to testify for us. Mm -hmm. um, I'd like to ask, at one point in January to July of 2020, were you living at 177 Lake Avenue, the Families in Transition or FIT shelter in Manchester? Yes. Okay. And what was your room room number that you were staying in? I think eight. Eight. Okay. I believe. While you were there, did you meet any individual by the name of Adam Montgomery? Yes. Okay. And where was Adam Montgomery living in the building when you were there? Room one. Room one. And who was he living with? Kayla, Declan, and Seamus. And Declan and Seamus, were those his children? Yes. Thank you. Um, do you know where he was working at the time? Did he ever tell you where he was working? Yes. Where did he say he was working? Portland Pie. Did you ever visit him down there? Yes. The rooms uh, in your room, room 8, and their room, room 1, uh, could you describe those rooms for the jury who may not have seen them? What do those rooms look like? Um... They're like bunk beds. Um, 
don't know, it's more or less like a hotel room, but you just have two bunk beds in there. You have your own bathroom and it's shared living space. Are you allowed to change the furniture while you're living there? They ask you not to. And what about the orientation of the furniture, where it is in the room? Um, you have one bed on one side of the room, one bed on the other side of the room. There's a door in the, um, like when you walk in, then you have a, um, you know, window that has bars on it so, you know, kids don't fall out and um, a bathroom with a tub and toilet and sink. Okay. How often did you talk with Adam Montgomery or Kayla Montgomery? How often? Daily. Daily? During your time together, uh, while you were staying in room eight and they were staying in room one, um, did you ever see Kayla Montgomery with bruises on her? Yes. Okay. W where were the bruises that you saw? Pretty much all over her face, her abdomen, um, her arms, her legs. Did you ever ask Kayla about those bruises? Yes. Where did she say she, what did she say caused them? Objection hearsay. We can approach your honor. Yes. Thank you, Ms. Giles. I apologize for the interruption. Uh, I'd like to ask you, could you describe what you saw in Kayla? You said there were bruises in different parts of her body. Could you describe what you saw? What color were the bruises? Sometimes purple, sometimes yellow. Um, depends on how soon I seen them. And what were the size of those bruises that you saw? Some were small, like handprint, fingerprints. Others were like fists. God bless you. How often did you see them on her? Um, pretty, pretty often. And pretty often, how often is that? Um, I don't want to put words in your mouth, uh, so. There was like a new one pretty much every day. Okay. Did the Montgomerys move out um, of the fit shelter? Yes. Okay. Um, did you do anything to help them in that move? Yes. And what did you do? I helped them move out. With their belongings. And how did you help them move out? I helped them take their stuff from their room. I put it in my vehicle and I brought them to their apartment. Okay, I see. So you had a you had a vehicle and you were helping with your vehicle to move things over. Yes, sir. Okay, where did they move to? On the corner of Orange and Union. I don't remember the exact address. Um, did you stay friendly with them after the move? Yes. Did you ever visit them in their apartment at that new building? Yes. Okay. Could you describe for the jury what the inside of that department, that apartment looked like? Um, it was kind of cluttered, a little messy. There was cockroaches. Um, the, it was only a one bedroom. Um, there was holes in the walls, sailing. Um, there was one time I went there and like the I don't know, it looked like the living room was torn apart and half the walls, um, the bathroom. Let me ask you, you said living room was torn apart, half the walls. Uh, let me ask about a couple of specifics if I can. Um, uh, what about the light fixtures? Did you ever notice anything about the light fixtures there? Yeah, they were hanging from the ceiling. Okay. They weren't like um, secured. Um, I, When he first moved in, um, he had thought that it was one color and now it's a different color. And then um, he assumed the owners were spying on him, listening to his conversations. Did Adam Montgomery ever talk to you about any plumbing issues at that new building? Yes. What did he say? Um, he said that the tub had backed up and because um, I had asked, you know, I went in to use the bathroom and the tub was dirty and I asked what happened. And he said that he was waiting for the landlord to call because um, the plumbing backed up. So what did you suggest to him? I didn't really suggest anything. Okay. Um, separate from time there at that location, are, are you aware whether or not Adam and Kayla were ever over at the Econo Lodge staying there while they still had the Union Street apartment? Yes. And are you aware what time of year that would have happened, spring, 
winter still, I should say, or spring or summer or fall? I want to say it was winter because it was like right after tax season. Right after tax season? Yes, sir. Okay. Just a moment, please, Your Honor. When you were interacting and talking with um, Adam Montgomery, what behavior, if any, did you ever see about him believing that somebody was recording him or listening to him? Um, he actually thought that pretty quite often. And did you see him do anything uh, as a result of this? Um, any actions that he would take? He was just like, I don't know, he would ask if, if I thought it was true or, like, look, the number five bus keeps going by. They go by, like, five times. I was just going by the shelter. I'm like, um, that's the route, I believe. I think it was a five or six. One of those two, don't, I'm not exactly sure. But it drives straight down Lake Ave to go downtown, and he just thought it was following him. Um, and then, you know, the whole light fixture thing, I don't know. He just didn't make sense half the time. So I didn't listen to him half the time. At, at any point, when you described before that you had seen these bruises on Kayla Montgomery, at, at any point uh, did you offer for her to get her out of that relationship? Yes, I did. Okay. And did she accept your offer back then? Not really. Okay. Not exactly. She was afraid. Okay. Thank you very much. I don't have any further questions for you. I believe... Ms. Giles, I apologize. I just have one other question. I'd asked you before um, about the bruises that you saw at FIT, and I just want to ask you, uh, what did Kayla say caused those bruises that you saw at FIT? Originally, she would say she fell or, you know, Seamus threw a toy, Declan hit her with a bottle. Okay. Did she ever say anything about Adam causing those bruises? Not until we were alone. I'm sorry? Not until we were alone. And what did she say when you were alone? She would say that Adam was doing it and she's afraid and she couldn't, she needs to get out of there, but she's afraid to leave. Okay. Thank you very much, Ms. Giles. Uh, Your Honor, I understand that limiting instruction is appropriate. We would ask it be given at this time. Okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the questioning that you just heard about uh, what did Kayla say, um, the responses to that question can only be used not for the purpose of uh, the truth of what Kayla said, but to determine cre the credibility of that witness, okay? So uh, the prior consistent statements uh, can be used only for the determining the credibility of the witness when the witness's credibility has been attacked, okay? So not for the truth, but for, um, for assessing credibility, all right? It is still morning. Good morning, Ms. Giles. Good morning. My name is Jamie Brooks, and I represent Adam Montgomery. I'll be asking you a few questions as well. I just want to begin by uh, clarifying your testimony today. You are saying that when you were at the shelter at FIT in January and February of 2020, you observed bruises on Kayla Montgomery. Yes, sir. When you talked to her in private, she said that those bruises you observed were from Adam. Yes, sir. Ms. Giles, do you recall being interviewed by a Detective Dunleavy? Yep. This interview by Detective Dunleavy was in June of 2022? Yes. One and a half years ago, actually more than one and a half years ago. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I apologize, we're making a record. So we do need to have like a kind of like a yes or no as opposed to an uh, mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you so much. 
This interview conducted by Detective Dunleavy in June of 2022 was uh, at the uh, police department. Okay. I don't remember. You do not remember where it was? No, he's come to my house a couple of times. He came to, yeah, my house a couple of times. And I know I did go to the police station once, I believe. I don't remember when. Do you remember there being an interview specifically that was recorded? Sure, yeah. It was at the, when we were at the police station. I think he did one at my kitchen table twice or something like that. Okay. Uh, what I'm wanting to focus on is the interview that took place at the police department. Okay. And you do recall having an interview at the police department? Yeah, I don't remember what it was, questions or anything like that. You don't remember what it was about? I know it was a, what it was about. It was about Adam, but I don't remember all the questions. It was a, over a year ago. I'm lucky if I remember what I had for dinner last night. This interview was uh, conducted by not only Detective Dunleavy, but also Detective Rahill. Do you remember that? Uh, there was some other guy in there. I don't know who it was. And when you were there for this interview, you knew that uh, it was about Harmony Montgomery. Yes. And you wanted to do everything you could to help, right? Right. You knew that it was being recorded, right? Yes. You knew that Adam had already been arrested at this point for second-degree assault. I believe so, yeah. Harmony's disappearance was already in the, the media at this point. Okay. By okay, do you mean yes? I don't pay attention to the news. I don't have cable. But you do recall that this interview was regarding Harmony Montgomery. Yes. And the police were asking you questions. Right. You wanted to answer those questions correctly. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I did not hear that. Yes. You wanted to tell them everything that you knew. I didn't know nothing. The police asked you about the time you spent with Adam and Kayla at the fit shelter, correct? Yes. And specifically, the police asked you during this June 9th, 2022 recorded interview whether you were aware of any domestic violence between Adam and Kayla, correct? Yes, and I said no. You said that Kayla on occasion referred to Adam as a dick, mm -hmm. right? Yes. But you did not state that you had observed at any point any bruises on Kayla Montgomery. Right. You did not tell the police that Kayla had confided in you about any domestic violence. Right. You did not tell the police that Kayla was in any way scared of Adam. Right. And this was, again, an interview where you knew what the subject was about and you wanted to do everything you could to help the police. Okay. By okay, you mean yes? Sure, yeah, yes. Thank you very much for your time, Ms. Giles. Mm -hmm. 
Ms. Giles, about those questions you were just asked, you didn't say anything about the domestic violence, about the abuse that you saw on Kayla in June of 2022. Do you recall Detective Rahel coming to meet with you in January of this year to talk about this? I'm sorry? Yes, in my kitchen. In your kitchen? Yep. All right. Yes, sorry. Does this not rehabilitate? Overruled. <laughs> Thank you. So, Ms. Giles, with regards to that conversation, you were just asked a moment ago about why you didn't say anything about domestic violence with Kayla back in June of 2022. What changed? What was different between June of 2022 versus when you talked to police in January of 2024? Just like flashbacks and memories um, of different things and demeanors and situations when you were speaking with police in june of 2022 did you want to have anything to do with the investigation no i did not okay and in january of 2024 why did you sit down and p with police and talk with them then and share more information because i'm a mother and i feel for harmony's family okay and your testimony here today about what you saw what you experienced and what you heard people say with regards to that, is that the truth, just as you've taken an oath to tell today? Yes. Thank you. No further questions, Ron. Ms. Giles, the interview that you participated in in June of 2022 was voluntary, correct? Yes, I think. I don't remember. To be honest, I honestly don't remember. I know I was called in. You were subpoenaed to appear here today, correct? Unfortunately, yes. I'm sorry, but you were not uh, subpoenaed to appear at the police station, correct? No. In fact, when you were advised, or when you arrived, you were advised that this was voluntary. You did not have to speak to the police. Um, I guess I don't remember. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, but you were not in any way told that you had to speak with the police. I don't think so. And uh, again, this was not a, uh, a short interview. You covered a lot of territory during that interview, correct? I think I was there for about an hour, yeah. If I were to, you, just about an hour you said, right? I think. So if you were told that the interview began at say, for example, uh, 1024 and ended at 1120, That'd be about an hour, right? Yes. And you were there voluntarily that time? Uh, yeah. And you were there to help? Do what I could and didn't think I'd be here risking my own life. Thank you. Your Honor, no further questions. We'd ask for the witness to be excused, please, so she may go. Uh, Ma'am, you may be excused. You're not to take pictures on the way out. State may call its next witness. Thank you, Your Honor. The state calls Mr. Michael Dove to the stand. being recorded here today would you please go ahead and state your full name and spell both your first and your last name to the record michael dobe m-i-c-h-a-e-l-d-o-b-e 
And Mr. Dobe, what town do you live in? London, Derry, New Hampshire. Okay. How long have you been living there? 10, 11 years. Okay. And how far did you go in school? I have an associate's degree. In uh, what field? Criminal justice. And, and with regards to that associate's degree in criminal justice, uh, can I ask a little bit about what your work history? What are some of the kind of different jobs that you've had in your life? Yep, so I've worked um, about 15 years in the security and asset protection field. And what are the different businesses that you did security and asset protection for? Uh, I did security at the Mall of New Hampshire, and then I did asset protection for Kmart, Rite Aid, uh, Walmart, and Macy's. In Macy's. Um, are you still working at Macy's now? I am not. Okay. Where do you work now? I work for the Department of Veteran Affairs. And what do you do for them? Uh, I was hired as a police officer, but I'm currently working in dispatch until I can go to the police academy. Okay. And uh, when is that scheduled to be? Uh, April. In April of this year? Correct. Okay. You said that before you were uh, working at Walmart. Uh, what are the different Walmarts that you've worked in? Uh, I was mo mainly out of the Manchester, New Hampshire store. I would assist in other stores, like just during inventory. And the Manchester, New Hampshire store, uh, just for jurors who may not be familiar, where is that Walmart in Manchester? 725 Gold Street. Okay. Now, if we were going to leave here at the courthouse, uh, what would be the way that you would take to get down to where that is, where Gold Street is? Uh, me, personally, I would just go up Central Street to Beach. Uh, take a right onto Beach to South Willow, and then South Willow to Gold Street, and then the Walmart's right there. How long did you work at that particular Walmart? Uh, approximately two years. And what are the other Walmarts that you've worked at? Uh, there was a few. Um, Keen, uh, Hooksit, and a couple of other ones, but I don't remember the towns. Regards to the Manchester one, uh, were there's any, was there anybody else that was working security and asset protection with you at that location? Yeah, there was a few of us. And how were your shifts divided up? What shifts would you work most of the time? Um, we were just based off the needs of the business, so it wasn't anything in particular. Um, sometimes that would open, sometimes that would close, and same with the others. Are you familiar with the layout of the store? I would assume so, but I, I don't want to make an assumption. I am. Okay. And with regards to that layout of the store, uh, could you go ahead and just kind of briefly talk us through, if I were to go in the main entrance of that particular Walmart, the one here in Gold Street, mm -hmm. um, what do I walk into and what are the different areas of the store that I can walk to? So there's two main entrances at Walmart. There's the grocery entrance and the general merchandise entrance. When you go through the general merchandise uh, doors, it's the general merchandise area, mm -hmm. um, health and beauty, stationery, um, arts and crafts, stuff like that. And then the grocery entrance is where the grocery side is. Inside that particular store, is there a device over near the serve? Well, I should ask, is there a service counter? There is. Okay. And near the service counter, is there a device over there that's called an ECHO or ECO, E-C-O, ATM? There is. ECHO ATM. Could you explain to the jurors what an Echo ATM is? So essentially, it's just a humanless uh, pawn shop. You can put your electronic items in it, and it will give you cash. And uh, while you were there at that particular Walmart, um, did, had they always had an Echo ATM machine there? As far as I remember, yes. Had you ever used the Echo ATM machine yourself? Uh, not to its fullest extent, just to get an estimate to see how the kiosk worked. Um, could you describe that for the jurors, actually? How, what's the process that a person would go through if they're going to go ahead and use this device to um, turn in an electronic device? I don't remember the exact steps, but from what I remember is um, it gave me a sticker to put on the back of my phone, and then I would plug it into the machine, and I would set it on to the kiosk, and it would analyze it or does whatever it does, and then it gave me an estimate. And then, so it gives you an estimate, and what does that estimate look like? Are we talking about dollars? Correct. Okay. And then, um, have you taken it any farther with that particular machine? I did not. It gives you the option to either agree to take the money or to give your property back, and I opted to get my property back. Have you uh, seen other people using that machine? I have. When a person, have you seen somebody use it that opts to go ahead and recycle their electronic device and get payment? 
Um, I haven't watched people start to finish mm -hmm. um, do it, but I have seen people um, get cash out of the machine. Okay. Um, I'd like to ask, uh, with regards to an interaction you had with the Manchester Police Department, back in early January of 2022, uh, were you ever requested for security camera footage uh, from around that area of the Eco ATM and the entire store? Yes. And was that request for uh, between the time period, um, excuse me, for around uh, December 30th or December 31st of 2021? It was. How familiar are you with the security camera layout at that Walmart? Pretty good. Can you describe it for us, the different types of cameras that are used and the different ways that you can either view those cameras live or view recorded footage? Yep, so we have stationary cameras, which are cameras that are just in one spot and don't move. Um, some are high up, some are low. And then we also have uh, PTZs, which stands for Pan Telt Zoom. And those cameras can uh, pan 360 degrees, zoom in and out, and tilt up and down. And where do you access the camera system? Uh, from the Asset Protection Office. And I take it working in Asset Protection, you had access to that office? I did. With regards to the recording that was done, um, how long did, back at that point in 2022, how long did Walmart hold on to recorded surveillance footage? Um, it just depended on the camera and how much activity was recorded on that camera, um, but it was anywhere between uh, two to three months. Were you asked to then, again, get video footage from December 30th or December 31st? of, of uh, 2021 and provide that to the Manchester Police Department. I was able to do that. So how did you do that? How do you obtain that for the officers when they requested it? Uh, so pretty much generally what they do is they'll give me a time frame and a general description of what I'm looking for and then I would review that video and then I would burn the times associated with the video frames. Were you able to find a specific time for an eco ATM transaction that the police asked about? I did. And were you able from viewing that video to see the people who came in and made that transaction? I was able to, yes. From the cameras that you had available and the footage that you had available, um, what, if anything, were you able to view or record uh, about their, their movements inside the entire store? Um, so I was able to see three people approach the ATM, Eco ATM machine, and then while one person remained at the Eco ATM machine, two others then proceeded to walk around the store. Were you able to recover the footage of all three of those people the entire time that they were within the store? I was. And uh, when you, once you were able to see that footage, uh, did you uh, make a recording and provide that to the Manchester Police Department? I did. Yes, you may. Mr. Joe, I'm going to show you a, a stick drive or a thumb drive uh, that's been marked State's Exhibit 141. Uh, with regards to that particular thumb drive, are you familiar with that drive? I am. Have you had a chance to review the contents of that drive? I was. And what is on that drive? Uh, the video that I provided the Manchester Police Department. And for the purposes of today's hearing in this particular court proceeding, uh, are those all of the recordings that are available for us today? Uh, of that particular interaction, that eco ATM transaction. Yes. And does that also include the other video cameras that you talked about that cover other areas of the store so you can follow people around from one location to another? Yes. And is this a true and accurate copy of the video uh, that you provided to the Manchester Police for those particular uh, video files? It is. At this point, Your Honor, I'd ask for the identification to be stricken from State's Exhibit 141 to be published to the jury. Any objection? Only accordance with prior. Uh, the idea is stricken. It's entered as a full exhibit. And it may be published. Thank you. You know, just I would like to ask you, with regards to this particular series of, or this areas of video footage, um, how are the, the video footage itself, is there notation that's made or somewhere in the recording about the time that the video was captured. Is that in the footage or is there another way that that's recorded on this drive? Some camera angles might have it on the screen when you're watching it. Otherwise, it would be on the uh, document itself, like the, um, the saved profile. 
save the profile. Yeah. Mr. Dove, what I'm going to do now is I'd like to have us take a look at the footage that you have, um, uh, that you were able to provide. And can you just give me a brief moment? I'm going to direct your attention to the screen, and hopefully we'll have the footage. Mr. Dove, with regards to the these uh, particular um, drive and its contents, um, I'd like to go ahead and show you the index of the files themselves. Excuse me. With regards to that, is that accurate in terms of your listing of all of the files that are available on this particular drive? Yes. And you've reviewed each one of those videos, correct? I have. And again, they're accurate for what was provided? Correct. Um, with regards to that, I know they're rather hard to see, so if you'll excuse me for a second, I'm going to bring them back over on my screen. And I would like to have you kind of take us through the store. Okay. Um, and I'd like to watch different areas of this video footage. We may not watch every single one, but it's my understanding you testified these do cover, for the purposes of today's hearing, um, all of the relevant video times of these three people being in the store. That's correct. So I'd like to start with the, in the file that is entitled um, Entrance General Merchandise. And with regards to that, um, I see that there's a title on this slide, General Merchandise, that specifically goes to 1355-14. Um, is that a timestamp, sir? Yes. So the timestamp is recorded right on the file itself? Correct. And also, I should ask, with regards to these videos, is any audio recorded here, or is it just video? Just video. Just video. Just a second, sir. I apologize for the delay. So this is the entrance general merchandise video? That's correct. And um, with regards to this, the people that you followed for this eco ATM transaction, <coughs> pardon me, that had been done on December 30th of 2021, um, if you would please point out the three as they come through the store. Okay. Thank you. I'll pause it. These are the three individuals. So, uh, is it? Uh, could you describe the very first person that's walking in in that group? And I'll use the um, I'll use the pointer to point to that individual. Yep, it's a female wearing either a dark blue or a black jacket, and then there is another female behind her wearing a, a long sleeve blue shirt, and then a male wearing a black jacket and a tan hat. stopping the video in uh, again a few seconds into this we're still seeing the same three individuals that's correct so this would be those three coming into the store that is correct is there another camera just a little bit deeper from that very exterior door that also covers people coming through kind of a vestibule area yes and is that one entitled uh, one of your uh, PTZ, what does that stand for again? Pan, tilt, zoom. Pan, tilt, zoom, thank you. Um, pan, tilt, zoom, uh, would camera number 17 be able to show us more footage of that doorway? Yes. Playing that file, 1555, 36. And then, oh. yep, I'm gonna pause it right yeah. there, go ahead, sir. These are the three individuals that we had saw in the previous video. That area that we see them walk off the screen, where is that area leading to? That's the front of the store by the registers and they're heading towards the service desk. I'd like to go to the service desk video that you provided and referring to track surface desk overview monitor again on 1230 of 2021 from 1355 50 through 1429 and I'm going to 
go ahead and pause this video here for a brief second. Uh, generally, what part of the store is this? Uh, this is the front end of the store, and this is the service desk area. Um, and so what do I see? Uh, kind of at the very top of our screen here, uh, line of kind of blue, are those checkout uh, aisles that I'm seeing? Yep, those are the front end registers. And can you please point out where the eco ATM machine is to recycle electronics? Where's that? It's right here. There. So you're pointing to the green uh, device on the left-hand side of the screen um, up against a blue wall. Is that a good, accurate description? That's correct. What I'd like to do is go ahead and keep playing this video for a moment and then have you tell, have you tell us when you see those same three people come back yes, in view of the camera. These are the three right here. Hold on a second. Right there? Correct. Could you please uh, point out where those three are again? Uh, first of all, we'll start with the, uh, the woman that was in the dark colored jacket from before. Yep. Okay. And the woman in the uh, light blue colored sweatshirt and the gentleman with the darker sweatshirt and the tan hat. So I'm going to let this play for just a minute, and I'd like to ask you a couple of questions while it's playing. So okay. uh, I apologize, but all of our attention is going to be on the screen right now as we're watching this. Uh, the woman in the light blue sweatshirt, what color bag does she have? Uh, it appears pink. And the gentleman with the dark sweatshirt uh, may have just pulled up his pants there with his tan colored hat. What uh, color shoes generally? Uh, looks black. Black. Now, when you have used this device yourself, this Eco ATM, how long did it take for you to plug in the device and, and get an estimate about what you might be able to get for that device? Just for the estimate, I would say it was approximately five minutes. Bit. I apologize. I think I was talking over something. So do we still see the same two uh, females that came in using the device? That is correct. And the gentleman, can we see that gentleman in the tan hat here? Uh, no. See the gentleman in the tan hat now. Yes. Where is he? Uh, he's back at the Eco ATM machine uh, behind the female with the black jacket. Let me go ahead and press play. Could you uh, please stand up again for a moment and yep. show us where he is? we're watching the three of them at the machine, Mr. Dope, this particular camera, does this have the ability to zoom in, pan, or tilt, or is this just a fixed camera? This is just a fixed camera. So the video image that we see is this is the angle we get. We can't zoom in anymore. That's correct. gentleman in the tan hat, you still see him in this at this point in the uh, recording? I do. Point out where he is, please. Thank you.
Bill, if I can ask you, with regards to the ECO ATM, again, as we're continuing to watch the footage together, uh, with regards to that device, do you know whether or not that device records uh, photographs of the individuals who are using the device? It does. Colored sweatshirt um, uh, from this angle here. Can you see whether or not she's leaning on the ATM? It doesn't appear that she is, yes. And the other woman in the dark colored jacket, is she still standing next to her? She is. And it's my understanding you've seen this video um, a couple different times, correct, Mr. Doe? That's correct. And this, standing at this particular device, this goes on for some time, is that right? It does. At some point, uh, Mr. Doe, as we're watching along here, um, are we going to witness the gentleman in the tan hat with the dark colored sweatshirt and the uh, possibly black shoes or at least dark colored shoes? Are we going to see him walk away from the two women that are using the device? That's correct. And when he comes back, does he have on all of the exact same clothing or has it changed at all? It's changed. He had removed his jacket and he's wearing a staff t-shirt. So and during that time period, um, do you see the, the two women leave the eco ATM while he's gone and then coming back changed? Um, I don't recall if it's during that, but I do recall one of the uh, females leaving with the male at some point. section of the video does the gentleman in the tan hat ever stand up to the screen or is he behind the ladies like he is now um, he's either behind the ladies or standing to the side of the machine side. which side of the machine um, the side closest to the registers so from this angle would be the right hand side the right hand side top of the screen then. correct
Jill Bonnell about nine minutes and 40 seconds into this particular camera footage. Can you still see the same three individuals? I can. Do you know how many items were recycled during this transaction? I don't. Specifically, do you know any of the individual items that were recycled during this transaction? I just know of a phone, but I'm not sure of a particular phone. So not a particular number or make or model or anything like that? That's correct. A phone. Correct. All right, thank you. And the gentleman in the tan hat, where is he now at this point? Uh, he's still on the side of the eco ATM machine closest to the service desk, so that would be the left-hand side of the machine. If I could direct your attention over to the right-hand lower side of the screen as we're still watching what's unfolding. Can you tell us how long this video track is, please? Uh, it's cut off a little bit, but I believe it's a little over 33 minutes. 33 minutes long. Yeah. Uh, what I'd like to do is I'd like to move forward a little bit in time. I know you stated at one time uh, that this individual is going to change his clothing, the gentleman in the tan hat. That's correct. Action. Characterization, I think he testified he took off his jacket. Sorry, I apologize. Let me Objection is sustained. Uh, yes, Your Honor. Uh, Mr. Dove, I believe that, I apologize, you did testify at one point that he's going to take off his jacket, correct? That's correct. What I'd like to do is I'd like to move forward in time uh, to a moment to when we see that, if, I could, if we could, please. Okay. Um, so I apologize. My eyes are not what they used to be um, for me to be able to see. Are we about two minutes or so? Well, hold on a moment. Uh, at this point, is the gentleman in the tan hat walking away? He is. Okay. And what about the young lady who was wearing the dark jacket? Yes, she's following him. She's following him, okay. Now, I believe you said that you have other cameras in the store that cover different sections of the store. Is that right? That's correct. Uh, with regards to that, uh, let me ask you, are any of those cameras a little bit closer uh, to be able to see an individual's face or what they're wearing? Yes. And why is that? I'm going to pause the video here. Um, why is that? Uh, why do you have cameras that are closer to people as compared to a camera like this, which appears to be up in the corner? So some of the departments, we, we consider them high risk, meaning that there, there's a lot of theft that comes out of that department. So there's better camera angles in those aisles. Um, so some of them are closer, not exactly face level, but it, it's almost face level. It's probably about six and a half, seven feet from the floor. Um, and we call those the public view monitors. And that's because when you enter the aisle, the camera, the, there's a monitor above the camera that shows yourself in that aisle. So you can actually see yourself in that aisle. Uh, a customer can see themselves. Correct. In okay. uh, and what's the point of having that set up? So people know that they're on camera. Okay. Um, what I'd like to do is talk with you about, um, we're going to leave this video footage here for a moment. I'd like to go to a different track, if I can, to one of those cameras so you can kind of explain that to us. Uh, specifically, uh, I'd like to go to um, a track that you've provided, listed, 
Cosmetics EVPM6, again, on December 30th, 2021, uh, 1428.33 through 1428.51. Is this one of those cameras? It is. You see the gentleman in the tan hat here? I do. And you stated before uh, about his jacket. Is that still on or has that been removed? It's been removed. Could you please point out where the gentleman in the tan hat is? And the lady in the black coat. Is that the same, are those the same individuals that we saw before coming into the store together with the other uh, female wearing the light blue sweatshirt? Yes, that's correct. Press and play. What's written on the back of his jacket there? Or shirt, excuse me. Staff. Staff. And the front of the shirt, did you see the logo? Uh, I did. I don't recall. I believe it was Coors Light or something of that nature. You have cameras on multiple areas of the cosmetics aisle, so can we follow where they went to right after they turned the corner there? Yes. I'd like to now play for you a, a track you provided listed cosmetics EPVM4, again, December 30th, 2021, 1428.47 through 1429.13, and ask you some questions about this. two individuals that uh, walked in the middle of the screen. Uh, did you recognize who they were? Yep, those are the same individuals. Excuse me. And now I'd like to move uh, to the next track that you provided, Cosmetics EVPM6, December 30th, 2021, 1429.10 through 1429.21. These the same individuals that we're seeing here on this video? Yes. Uh, can you, uh, now that you've got, uh, to be able to see the gentleman, can you make out what's on his shirt? Um, I see the letters COO. And from this aisle, does that progress to another aisle that has video footage of the two of them closer up like that? I believe so, yes. I'd like to now show you the uh, File that you provided cosmetics EVPM5 December 30th, 2021, from 142918 through 143216. Let us know if you see those same two individuals come on this video clip, please. I do. Um, could you point out where they are? This is the male and then the female. Can you still see the same tan hat from before? I can. In regards to these last three video clips that we've watched and the one that we're watching right now, um, do you see the dark colored jacket that he had on from before? He is not wearing the jacket. the video here about halfway through. Uh, now, do you have a chance to see the other half of his shirt here? I do. Right. And do you recognize the logo on that shirt now that you've seen both apps? Yes, it, look, it appears that it says Coors. Press and play.
More continuing coverage of the trial of Adam Montgomery for the murder of his daughter Harmony Montgomery is on the way. Press subscribe so you don't miss a moment. From the Hidden Killers Podcast and True Crime Today.